everyone. My name is Michelle, and I am currently knee-deep in homework. <laughs> and I'm Rika, and I still cry when I hear Remember Me from the movie Coco. <laughs> oh my god. And this is Soul Gazing. <laughs> the podcast where we talk about things and events and also K-pop. So how have you been other than crying over Pixar movies as usual? Yeah, that was a mistake I'd made in the car earlier. I just picked a random playlist to listen to and it had the Coco soundtrack on it. And then suddenly I was crying in traffic. <laughs> Relatable. But it's okay. It's okay. It's just a good movie. It's okay. You were, you were alone. Yeah. How have you been? Oh, uh, you know, just the usual. I mean, it's almost finals week. So it's just like all my projects oh, and everything are due. Right. But I've also been procrastinating a lot, which I don't recommend. I was going to say, I have been part of that. I am guilty of helping you procrastinate yeah. because mm -hmm. we, mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> in the sense of us talking about new music, well, new to us, we yeah. should probably add that. But we, you have been knee deep in homework, but we also have been knee deep in NCT. <laughs> Who would have thunk? Who would have thunk? Yeah. I mean, we did talk about how SM is like our first loves because yes. with like the tracks and TVXQ and stuff. Exactly. But we both haven't really been paying attention to the company much. Yeah. And I think when they debuted in 2016, we were both like, no, that's just too many people. We can't do it. We cannot get into another group. It's just, for some reason, I really thought they had like 47 members. I don't know how I got, where I got that number. Like AKB48? Probably, yeah. Something like that. Yeah. Turns out there, turns out there's only 23. Yeah. Only 23. <laughs> only 23. My God, that's like, I can count that on two and a half hands. <laughs> two Wait, and no, hand. four and a half. Sorry. <laughs> Math. I was I was thinking of the right thing, but I yeah, said the exactly. thing. I can count that on four and a half hands. Mm -hmm. Wait, that's also not right. <laughs> what? Four and a half hands, that's just 22 and a half. It's still half. I think it's fine. I mean, yeah, but it's like, where, where did the half go? I mean, I got <laughs> like it. It's 23, fine. not 22 and a half. Okay. It's fine. I can count it on five hands. There we go. That's how many I need. Five hands. Math. I understood it, so I'm good. <laughs> it's, okay, cool. All right, sorry, go ahead. Uh, yeah, and I think the also the fact that their concept of how they did their units was just super confusing. Yeah, definitely. And kind of hard to get into. So we we're just like, we're not going to bother. Exactly. And then, you know, Wavy popped up and I wasn't even aware that that's part of NCT. I just thought it was more or less a whole new thing or like another like super M thing where they oh, just God. took random members of random groups and put them together because i never really looked at their faces either so i yeah just did not know who it was yeah for me i i honestly didn't follow any of that mm -hmm. but then of course this week or this past week 90s love had to come out my god why did they have to do that to us we just we were like oh i guess they came out with a song and it's like I mean, yeah. it's not our job, but it's like we kind of feel obligated now to listen to new music. So we're like, why not? And that was the beginning of the end. Yeah. It's always been a hobby, but now we're more like we're more open to expanding mm -hmm. beyond our usual circles because I feel like it's insane how much you can still miss. We, we spend a lot of our private time on K-pop and listening to K-pop and even finding new things. But you can just not like see or hear much of a group like nct who are huge mm -hmm. for like four entire years unless you actually go and try and go, like, go out of your yeah. way and listen to them so that's kind of fascinating in its own right but yeah it is 
And then another big thing that happened this weekend, I guess, was MAMA, the Mnet Asian Music Awards. So we watched a couple performances from that because, I mean, I feel like the past few MAMAs have been very lackluster, just in like in my opinion. Mm-hmm. No, I completely agree. But this year, they're... They just like stepped it up on a whole nother level because that stage with all the CGI and everything. Yeah. Technology. Exactly. And they probably had a lot more freedom too and a lot of a lot more possibilities because there were no actual there was no live audience. There were no people. Mm-hmm. So they could probably cut things better and prepare things better and there were probably pauses that we just didn't see or breaks or changes but it really made for a great show yeah yeah because all the performances were pre-recorded basically so it's Mm -hmm. like they could just go like put all the props for every single group onto the stage and it's all fine yeah but yeah i really enjoyed watching them it was really cool and of course we can't forget the mnet kingdom announcement oh Exactly. It's between the boys and stray kids and is ATs? Is that how you pronounce it? I think it is. Okay. ATs, yeah. Yeah. So they're the first groups that are um confirmed to be on Kingdom, which is yes. exciting. Exactly. And Kingdom was supposed to happen in the summer, I think, already, but was postponed due to like scheduling issues and just finding bands, I think. Yeah. That was the biggest thing. <laughs> Yeah, the fact that three groups are confirmed for it now is actually... It has us very hopeful that it will happen soon. Yeah. <laughs> for real this Hopefully time. Hopefully it'll happen and they won't be like... Exactly. JK. But I would like to actually go back to 90s Love because, my God, that song is just everything. And they um, came out with Work It Too, which is not my personal favorite. So I'm really just very much in that 90s love bubble right now. And honestly, the video too, the MV, that, you know... They gave us our Mighty Ducks fantasy. <laughs> Basically. It just, it's so good. I enjoyed every every second of it. Yeah. I loved it so much. The, the song is great. The video is great. The performance is great. It's just perfection. I feel like you and I are big fans of like 90s hip hop anyway. So exactly. The moment that like at the beginning, we're just kind of like, you're going to just watch this like for fun, right? And then <laughs> yeah. once the actual beat started kicking in, we're like, oh no. <laughs> like, is, yeah, exactly. Are we going <laughs> oh my god are we doing this we knew we were done for mm-hmm. but yeah their entire album is very solid exactly it was a huge pleasant surprise for me personally obviously their fans have known how good they are <laughs> <laughs> exactly for um much longer than us but they i do enjoy them very much and we've gone back and watched a couple clips watched a couple shows watched a couple um music videos and they really they deserve all the credit they're getting i think <laughs> definitely yeah they were also, like, so many of them were so young when they debuted. So yeah. just the fact that they're working so hard at such a young age is ridiculous. It really is. And also, you know, having that many people in one group, even though they don't all work together all the time, it must, it cannot be easy yeah. to have that many personalities, that many people, you know, mm-hmm. together. That poor leader. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So that's also... But we're enjoying our <laughs> experience with them. Oh, absolutely. I love it. I love it so much. <laughs> <laughs> so that's just been our week. Basically, us deep diving exactly. into NCT. Oh, God, yes. We dove so deep. God. And we're just, at this point, we're <laughs> probably not getting out. But it's okay, because no, good music. No. 
At this point, my favorite moments, I think, like two of my favorite moments, obviously one of them is Chongu um, jumping 2.3 meters over the vaulting horse. Oh my god, that out of context. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's just so good. They were doing this sports um, segment on their variety show that aired this year. Mm-hmm. And my god, just him jumping over that um, piece of... What's it? Sports equipment, I guess? Uh, yeah, jumping 2.3 meters. Jumping 2.3 meters. I, I've i never been so instantly attracted to a man. I really have not. <laughs> All it takes is just <laughs> jumping twice your height. Exactly. Just like athletic men where it's at for me. I'm sorry. But yeah, and another thing I really enjoy is them trying to explain away the lyrics. Oh my <laughs> god. Trying to convince people that they're not dirty. <laughs> Honestly, though, why are so many NCT and, like, wavy especially? Why are their lyrics so dirty? Exactly. Please, someone who knows, please tell us. Because it's the best thing, but it's also... It's a whole new world for us. Yes, definitely. But yeah, it's been fun. Mm-hmm. I'm guessing it's going to continue being fun. It. I, I ca- I'm counting on it. I really am. All right, um, today's main topic is very short and sweet. Um, Our topic is BTS, because we asked you guys for a giveaway to um, tell us what your favorite BTS song is and why. So in that spirit, we thought we'd just talk about our own favorite um, BTS memories, BTS moments, our BTS biases, of course, (laughs) because, you know, yeah, we have a history with that, too. So here we are, Michelle, would you like to tell me something? (laughs) Yeah, yeah, I mean, because BTS is, we mentioned this in our timeline episode, our friendship timeline, but BTS is kind of what brought us together in the first place, so it's kind of fitting that we kind of at least talk about them and our experiences with them, because especially in the beginning of our friendship, I feel like a lot of Mm -hmm. our time together was spent kind of talking about them and like going to their concert Mm -hmm. and stuff. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, they had a huge um, impact on... Our lives also because we've mentioned this before too, but when we get into something, we really get into it. Mm-hmm. So um, we listen to all the music, we watch the shows, we go back and watch older shows like we did with um, American Hustle Life. Oh God, please, no. Oh God, yes. Oh, I wonder if like new armies know of that show or like watch it. I can't imagine going back to watch it now. I think many do though. I really think many do. And it's just... It's an absolute cringe fest. It really is. Yeah. Should we kind of like explain what it is? For yes, people? please go ahead. Yeah. So American Hustle Life. I mean, the title you can already tell. Basically, they went to I think it was L.A. Yeah. And uh, how do I explain this? Um, so basically, they were sent there for um, idol or like whatever band training. So they uh, would, were put in this house and were like mentored by Warren G. <laughs> They were put in a weird house. They were kidnapped and put in a house. They were kidnapped and put in a house. We're the best at explaining, in case you couldn't tell. We're just great explainers. I know. But just imagine. Just imagine the image of BTS right now. And then imagine they got kidnapped at Skid Row and put in a house and trained by Warren G and Coolio. (laughs) Just (laughs) what is that reality? Even saying it now, it's just ludicrous. But yeah, that show was just all kinds of that was also the show they were um they were recording their dark and wild album during that right yes 
That's right. Which is insane. Just yeah. the amount of stress. Yeah, and they they got vocal training. They had like dance offs with local dance groups or dance dancers. Mm-hmm. And oh my god, I still can't believe it happened. Like the whole concept was just what is happening here. And I remember I made my friend watch it because that was before I met you. That was back in um. That was actually in the beginning of 2015. Mm-hmm. And I made her watch it because she was the only person I knew who was like like who knew Big Bang basically that 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 was my biggest K-pop connection at the time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like she knew off Big Bang, so I made her watch it with me. And she was like, well, "She's from LA too," so she was like, "What is happening here?" <laughs> like all of this is not okay. Yeah, none of it was, it was okay. Hilarious, yeah. But she was also the one who went to my first two. BTS live experiences with me. We went to a um, show champion recording or live show. I'm not quite sure if it was either or both mm-hmm. at um, Yokohama Arena. Oh, yeah. And um, there were many other groups that I knew. There were Yukis. They actually performed Mama and Honey. So my, I was just in heaven. Mm-hmm. And Monster X were there right after their debut. That was fun. And then BTS. And then BTS. And they performed Boy in Love. And how they did it was the the stage was completely empty. The arena was basically dark. And then you could just hear um, Tae yell. But like it was the just growl. echoing through the entire arena. It was insane. I had goosebumps. I still get goosebumps thinking about it. It was the best. Yeah. I will never forget that moment. I just won't. Taehyung and his, his growl voice when he does that song yeah. is just amazing. Oh, that's something else. Yeah, and then um, later that year, they came back to Japan for their um, for their regular tour. They had two stops in Yokohama, and we went to one of them, mm-hmm. my friend and I, and it was it was so good. And that was when I realized that the recordings did not do their voices justice. <laughs> yeah, it's all about the live vocals. It really is. It really is. Yeah. Speaking of live vocals, we I guess it's the third time you saw them live. Then mm-hmm. where we went to their Hwayangyeonna epilogue concert in Tokyo. Oh god, yes. And that was, um, I mean, the entire concert was just, like, both days was incredible. But two moments that stood out for me particularly were on the first day when we were so close to the stage and they were performing Killer. Oh my god. Because even before that concert, yes. I had been saying that I can die happy if I see Killer live once in my life. <laughs> yeah and i could have i just could have died right there on the spot and i would have been happy because that was <laughs> incredible and then the second day we were um both tearing up a little bit when they were singing a young, little forever bit young. as if we weren't just crying <laughs> yeah when they were singing young forever oh my god that was so emotional it was so great and just everything because that entire I'm so glad that we got to go to the epilogue one because yeah. all the Hyang Yana songs are just obviously like my favorite. Like those are my favorite albums from them. Mm-hmm. And just also my favorite one was um, House of Cards. Right, yeah. That outro House of Cards. The fact that they did yeah. that live and just like yeah. I ascended. <laughs> oh God, that was so great. For me, one I didn't expect at all was Nevermind. Yungi did yeah, oh, Nevermind. Yeah. And I just, because that, that's one of my favorite songs of, like, all of the Pangtang songs in the world. Nevermind is one of my absolute favorites. Mm-hmm. And I didn't expect him to perform it. I was so happy. Yeah. It's so good. I just, I love everything about yeah. it. Yeah. 
He's really good. His mixtape, the first mixtape, was really yeah. good too. I remember that that was when I was visiting Japan when his mixtape came out. And I remember us, like, I was just lying in bed, like, oh, I guess Yungi just came out with something. And then I、mm-hmm. watched it and I was blown away because I was not expecting that kind of mixtape. Yeah. His first August D mixtape. It was very intense. It、mm-hmm. was really well done, well produced, and the lyrics were very personal. And、mm-hmm. um, he had this skit with his older brother in there. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Man. That was.、Um, and of course, the song with. Suran. Suran, yeah. Thank you. Yeah. I love her voice, and I just. She's a great singer. It's amazing. Um, oh, yeah. Going back to the concert a bit, though,、mm-hmm. I remember both of us. I feel like this is a thing with BTS in general, but if you go to a concert, you're going to walk out <laughs> as a Hoseok stan. <laughs> I didn't. I'm a loyal Ho. No, no. <laughs> you're going to walk out as a J Hope stan, basically, because that、yeah. man knows how to perform so well. It's incredible. Even at the Wings tour, which. You know, it's no secret that that's not my favorite album、mm-hmm. <laughs> in the slightest, but his performance at the Wings tour was just that was A. plus. Oh, yeah. Flawless.、Mm-hmm. Because you and I both went to, well, we didn't go together, but we separately we went to their Wings、yeah. concert as well. Yeah. And I really enjoyed all of their solo performances because. They all had their own style with their、yeah. solo songs. Oh my god. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Jin's solo song. Oh, that, 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 one I, that one I liked a lot. I loved it. Yeah, that's good. Like, that, it was great that his voice actually got to shine because he's an incredible singer.、Mm-hmm. I really like his voice. Yeah. Definitely. And he's especially good at live performances. Yeah. It's so stable and nice. I agree. His voice really. Not surprise me because that sounds like I didn't think he was a good singer before, but his voice really just you know, it gets under your skin. It's just,、mm-hmm. it's just that good. <laughs> he and Taehyung both. Oh, yeah, Taehyung too. Like, yeah. I feel like they're on separate ends of the spectrum, kind of. Oh, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. But, you know. But it works out very well. Yeah, their voices really, there's like an extra or a couple extra layers to them when they sing live. Yeah. Which I enjoy very much. I also feel like they ad lib. A lot on stage. Yeah, definitely. Especially compared to some other bands we've seen.、Um, they really, like, all of their live performances are vastly different and their men's too are vastly different. I remember when Yoongi, he basically refused to speak in Japanese because、um, he felt like he wouldn't be able to express himself properly, like, express his gratitude and his feelings. So he had the translator do it. Yeah. <laughs> Which was really, like, he's just. Honest like that, I guess.、Mm-hmm. Speaking of the, I guess, the epilogue concert a bit,、mm-hmm. just going back because I am very thankful for one thing is that we were able to basically experience the prologue video when it came out. Yeah. Do you remember that? Like, I remember that. That was art. I still love that video so much because it's so pretty and just like the background,、um, the song Butterfly,、mm-hmm. the piano version is still、oh, my favorite. Yes. That was incredible. Also, because with them, 
even when you get like the teasers and I don't know if it's still like that but back then when you heard like the teasers and the trailers and whatnot it was never what you got in the end Mm -hmm. (laughs) which I enjoy quite a lot they keep you on your toes (laughs) they keep you on your toes yeah yeah but I feel like especially their um Hayayonga videos all of them were like aesthetically top-notch oh yeah all of them definitely like the entire concept and I think Like, I remember everyone was just, you know, coming up with theories about what was happening and who had died and why was this like that and why were they doing that. And I feel like we never found out because then they just kind of seamlessly went into the, um, what was the the wings concept what book was that oh damien it's german i really should remember yeah damien yeah and then like the whole why young uh conspiracy kind of died down oh <laughs> it did no not idea what even die happened. Down oh it didn't okay but the thing is that the concept and the albums because it was like a three-part album right mm-hmm. part one part two and then the young forever repackage oh yeah like that was over and then th- they went into wings but yeah i feel like people never stopped making those theories and stuff like they still connected all the newer concepts to that yeah i guess i just stopped paying attention because oh god no yeah it's so hard to keep up with because yeah like all the theories are also just getting out of hand yeah. and i'm just like i, I want to look at pretty pictures <laughs> exactly and i feel like with Yongla, i always had the feeling like they were just going with the flow i don't think they ever had an end, end game yeah i don't think there really is with artistic things like that it's just yeah. whatever you want it to be basically yeah but that's very unsatisfying for me personally oh definitely i mean that's kind of <laughs> nah it was great it was great yeah that's kind of the also the same idea with um their song spring day mm-hmm. like because a lot of people came up with theories about that and like what it's about and oh really oh i didn't know that i remember i think it was namjoon or someone said like mm. oh it can like whatever your interpretation is that's your mm-hmm. interpretation like it can be that it yeah. can be whatever anyone thinks it's gonna be okay so i think that's pretty that's good to just cover all the bases but also can you just whisper in my ear what the whole storyline is please i need can <laughs> seriously i need answers but that's also not to like jump to a different topic but i'm also not a fan of like cold cases and true crime or like unsolved mysteries mm-hmm. So, like, that's also part of my personal problem where I was like, I want the answer now. Yeah, exactly. But God, oh, I I remember now, too, because when Wings came out, that in itself was just very confusing, too. And, like, so many, um, so much symbolism and all this abstract Mm -hmm. concepts and stuff. Yeah. And we both actually read Damien because of that do you remember that I do remember that unfortunately that's time I will never get back because okay for me um it's also a thing that books like that I had to read in like high school because that's Mm -hmm. classic German literature right yeah so I have a special place of hatred for that kind of literature (laughs) in my heart yeah but so that was like okay fine I'll do it so I know what's going on but then I read it and I was like I don't know what's going on (laughs) you know like I read that book and I was like, I'm the same as I was before I read it. I'm just still exactly as confused as ever. Yes. Thankfully, not more confused, oh, but also yeah. not less confused. Exactly. But hey, I like having my brain tickled, so. 
That's true. And it was fun, um, like, reading all the theories and all the assumptions back then. Because people put a lot of work in them. Oh, definitely. There was so much analyzing going on. It was really cool. But honestly, it has put me off of that forever. <laughs> it's just overload. Yeah. I do not care about any um, complex concepts for MVs anymore. I will just ignore <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I'm glad that people are having fun, like, coming up with these theories and oh, stuff. Oh, yeah, for sure. And I'm sure, like, it's, like, it really enriches the artistic expression for the artists themselves. Like, they can be like, hey, you know, what would be fun? We could do this or that and whatever. And we get to wear fun costumes and, you know, all of those things. But for me personally, I'm just like, I'm just going to watch this and enjoy how pretty it is. And then I'm going to move on with my life. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I feel like that's kind of also... Like, even when I watch movies and stuff, I don't really like to think too hard. <laughs> I agree. I watch it for the entertainment and not, you know, to go into very deep thoughts about it. Yeah. We're not going to close read these <laughs> music videos. No. No, but it, yeah. But that's also because we have had to do that so much for school. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. So it just feels like a chore, honestly, even though it's something we enjoy. Like, even though K-pop and all those music videos are something we enjoy, the close reading part is not something we want to do in our free time. Mm -hmm. So we'll just leave that for those who want, who like that. I'm sure there are people who like close reading, maybe. I don't know. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and it's great. And it's really fun with, you know, seeing what people come up with mm -hmm. and the connections they make, even to, like, older or, you know, future videos. And another thing that reminds me of is how many k-pop artists in particular because i'm i'm sorry i don't really follow many western artists on social media but how they spoil their own future albums or songs or videos and nobody knows until that it actually comes out oh yeah <laughs> and then people are like what the hell <laughs> yeah they give like random like here's an emoji or like they exactly post random pictures that make no sense and then once it comes out it's like yeah what yeah so that part that amuses me i have to admit when it's like oh my god it was there all along <laughs> yeah i feel like i'm in a scooby-doo episode when that happens so <laughs> yeah they just they must have so much fun just teasing their fans exactly so that's fun and very short-lived that's why i enjoy it yeah and honestly I feel like we weren't really there for BTS in the very beginning. True. But we still kind of were there before they really took off. And I think that's... Yeah. I don't know about... I don't know how fans these days, like newer fans, feel about it all. But I still can't really wrap my head around how big they are now. It is insane. It is kind of crazy, especially because... I remember back in the day, you know, Big Bang and um, Girls' Generation, I think, to performing in America. Like, not even having full-on tours, but they would have shows in, like, LA or other, like, bigger cities where there were probably mostly, like, an Asian community, let's be honest, mm -hmm. <laughs> who knew about that kind of music. But now, so many of the newer K-pop bands having actual full-on tours in North America and Europe is really... It's amazing. Yeah, I feel like back then, 
like you had to search for all the stuff that you wanted from your groups and stuff but nowadays yeah everywhere i look is bts that's true even when i'm not trying to look for them it's like whenever i go on twitter it's just bts is trending mm. it's like bts on like the ellen show or like jimmy one of the jimmy's shows mm-hmm. and just they're everywhere yeah i feel like it's especially prominent in america mm-hmm. which is there i guess one of the main markets now but what i find in europe is that people who just who don't know k-pop at all don't know them like nobody i know here like none of my friends who don't know k-pop don't know bts they just don't Mm -hmm. so it's not something you can well personally i don't maybe it's different in other cities or you know other european countries but um where i live and in my general environment if you are not seeking them out you will not come across them okay then that seems very different from america because i yeah do not actively seek them out ever but i still see them everywhere exactly yeah that and you know me being on the internet like spending a lot of time on the internet um in a like an american sphere as well mm-hmm. <laughs> like youtube and uh i come across them like i see them randomly and I'm like oh my god it's them but um the people i know here who you know are into different things or maybe just don't watch like american late night shows or consume american media as much they just don't know them and i remember i remember because it happened last year <laughs> it's not an old story but um when my sister was in was visiting me in korea and we went to karaoke my boyfriend was like oh i'm gonna sing a bts song you'll know it and she was like who <laughs> Whose song? She she didn't know them. Whomst? She'd never heard of them. <laughs> exactly. She was like, whomst? So he sang uh, Spring Day and she was just like, that's nice. <laughs> so yeah, it's really not... Um, yeah, I feel like they're not as um, omnipresent here yet as they are in America. And I remember back in the day... <laughs> <laughs> we just sound so old. <laughs> exactly. Um, but no, this is actually, you know, still BTS related. But when you were in Korea... And you were like, oh my god, they're playing BTS in the streets. Because um, the fact of the matter is they weren't big in Korea either for a long time. Yeah, I mean, the first time that I... Well, it, was, it wasn't the first time I went to Korea, but or I don't remember what year it was. It's 2017, yeah. Yeah, it was that where... I remember I was walking down the streets and I heard I Need You playing, like, just from the streets, like, one of the stores, I guess. And Mm -hmm. especially just for, like, smaller groups and stuff, that's pretty big, like, achievement to have your song just be playing in stores and, like, on the streets and stuff. And I had never heard BTS in my time before that when I was in Korea at all. Mm -hmm. So then I was just like, wow, like, this has happened. Like, that was my, like, they made it moment. But now look at them. (laughs) I know. Oh, we were so young and naive. Yeah, we were. But, yeah, that was really cool. Yeah. But then again, I feel like they were already, they were so popular in Japan from the beginning. Because even, I heard their songs played in Shinokubo, which is like, I guess, Koreatown in Tokyo. Mm-hmm. Like, they were playing their songs on the street there, or in the stores. So I was just like, yeah. And you were like, no, you don't understand. <laughs> <laughs> and I no. didn't understand, because I was like, yeah, I know, they're here. But you're like, no, <laughs> this is Korea, this is different. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. And now I feel like... Nowadays, I go to American just malls and stuff, and I hear Korean music playing in the street in this really? in the stores. Yeah, yeah, just 
That's so interesting. Ridiculous. Like one time I was walking by, I think it was either H&M or like Forever 21 and Onsta X was playing. <laughs> and I was just like, oh what is happening? I love that. But yeah, it's the expansion is really insane. And I feel like it happened in the last like two or three years. Yeah, seriously. It. Like it happened before our eyes. Yeah. And I feel like the more, especially just going back to like BTS, the mm -hmm. every time we think like they can't get any bigger, like this is it, right? Yeah. But they just keep getting bigger. And I just can't. There's. I don't understand how <laughs> this is happening. There's seriously at this point, there's just no ceiling for them. Mm -hmm. And it's in that way, like even though we don't follow them as actively anymore as we used to, but just seeing that, like seeing their achievements is so fun for me mm -hmm. just like oh my this is crazy it is <laughs> it's crazy i love it and they're just gonna keep on going okay so it's time for our special question corner for this week as rike mentioned we had a special giveaway that just ended and the giveaway is for two BTS Wings albums. So two lucky winners are gonna get those soon. So the question that we sent out for this week is, what's your favorite BTS song and why? So... First of all, we really, for being such a new podcast, obviously we um, had the BTS upwind. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but um, we're very, very thankful for all the people who replied and who participated in this giveaway. We were really um, happy about you guys joining us for this and you know giving us such personal answers too oh definitely and really taking it seriously we're very we were we were really enjoying going through each and every one of your replies and we before we started recording had this conversation about wanting to give each and every single one of you a wings album but we don't have that many we're very sorry yeah definitely not <laughs> but there will be more giveaways in the future so stay tuned for that yes please and without further ado, take it away, Rike. <laughs> okay. So um, one of the replies we got was, My favorite BTS song is Young Forever. The meaning of the song is that they realize that one day there will be no people cheering for them in arenas and they won't sing or dance anymore. It's the biggest fear of any artist and I'm really proud of them for being able to sing. It's really a meaningful song. They want to live in that moment forever. That is the meaning. They want to be young forever. I listen to the song every day. Honestly... Um, I'm really glad that this was one of the comments because we talked about that too when the song came out, mm -hmm. just how tragic it was in a way because, you know, them just acknowledging that all of this can just and will go away probably at some point. Yeah. And um, especially so early in their career, that was really heavy, but... It was. So, yeah, but I feel like it made everything they do so much more meaningful and so much more personal too, just feeling or knowing or being told, I guess, <laughs> how much they want this and how, um, how aware they are of the fact that this probably won't last forever and making a song about it. I think that was really special. <laughs> yeah, and I feel like they did it so early on in their... I wouldn't say early in their career, but still looking at it now, it was pretty early on. Yeah, in, especially in retrospect. But even at the time, it felt kind of early because this was 2016. So it was only three years after they debuted. Yeah, three years. Yeah, which I mean, for some people, that's a long career, I yeah, guess. But, but still, just like thinking of that, like you can tell that they were not expecting the kind of success that they have now at all. 
And it also, I think it ties back into their story of struggling so hard mm -hmm. to get where they are now. Because they were one of the most... Oh, this, this sounds so kind of redundant in today's social media world, but they really were one of the most underrated and overlooked bands yeah. early on in their days. Mm -hmm. Definitely. And now not anymore. Not anymore. But yeah, I think Young Forever holds a special place in our hearts. So absolutely, we didn't tear up at it for nothing. Exactly, <laughs> there was there was a very good reason. Yeah. So yeah, this comment made me very happy. Yes. All right, and then the comment that I have, or the response that I have, is. Recently, I love Dynamite so much. The Aww. song is so epic and the lyrics are so energetic. I love the vibe of the song and the MV is so fun to watch over and over. And the song is really out of the box because BTS is singing it in English, which is their first time and they got so many good results. Yeah, that's pretty. That's amazing. So yeah, the song got first their first Billboard number one, which is mm -hmm. ridiculous. And mm -hmm. I would have never imagined a K-pop song to be number one. Right. The world we live in now is just... Yeah. And didn't their follow-up song also chart very high? Oh, yeah. Their newest song, Life Goes On. Life Goes On. Yeah, yeah. that one's in Korean, and yet it also got number one. So congratulations to them. Yeah. They're doing it. That's... They're, they're really doing it, and they're um, doing it in all the languages, which is really impressive. Mm -hmm. All right. Um, if either one of those comments was yours, that means you are one of the lucky winners of our giveaway. You should keep an eye on your Twitter DMs because we will contact you very soon. Yes, we will do more giveaways in the future, but until then, make sure to follow us on Twitter, and we're going to keep posting our weekly questions, so if you guys would answer that, we would greatly appreciate it. And you can also follow us on Instagram where we will post um, information about our episodes and other small updates on our lives. And if you like our podcast, make sure to go and give us a five-star rating. And if you guys can please give us a review on Apple Podcasts, that would be amazing. Yes, please be nice. Yeah, <laughs> please. <laughs> All right. And in the meantime, we will see you next week. Goodbye. Bye.